niggas in the back. Hey, man. Come on and sing, damn it. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want. Call him up and tell him what you want. Janae has a a wooden floor, so this makes it all the better. Woo! Glory. Glory, peace. Glory. <laughs> well, welcome, y'all. We are motherfucking back. I know y'all are just right now in this moment listening to episode five. Amen, amen. And bitch, we're back with episode six. Oh, yes. <laughs> when Jesus say yes, nobody can, can say, say no. no. I don't know if Jesus been the one saying yes, but somebody has, Probably. and I'm grateful for it. To Michelle? I don't know. Look. I don't know who's been saying yes. But I'm grateful. But I wish they would say no to the mic. <laughs> Just take the mic from in front of her, God. Please. Oh, Jesus. So welcome to worship. Worship. Amen. Yeah, ma. Uh, worship is a podcast where two fat, black, queer, churchy ass niggas discuss our healing. <laughs> Look, it's a different setup this week because I'm looking directly in Janae's eyes as she talks, and it is very intimate. It is it's very intimate. intimate. So this is worship. Um, a few things. Please email us your praise reports Ooh, yeah. and your prayer requests. Yes. You know, if you got some cum stains on your brand new blouse that you're trying to get out and you yes. want some more folks some to, to put some energy yes. around that, yes. okay? Um, send us your prayer request for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Uh, feel free to follow us and um, Instagram and tweet us mm-hmm. at worship podcast w-r-s-h-p-p-o-d-s eight my god my god what just happened i don't know okay let me try that again let me do it again saints oh charge it to my head okay and not my heart all right follow us on instagram and twitter yes at Worship Podcast, W-R-S-H-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Thanks. Holla. Um, and you can also use our hashtag anywhere, and the hashtag is Worship Pod. So W-R-S-H-P-P-O-D. All right, so how was your weekend, my nigga? It was... Weekend. It was, how was, was your whole last week? My whole last weekend. Okay. It was cool. Um, I got a stomach thing, like, this past weekend, so that was gross. Um, nothing but liquid coming out, son. Nothing but liquid. 
Um, excuse me for being graphic, but yeah, nothing but. Like oh a, God! Now we have uh, to put a content warning on this bitch. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, so I stayed in bed the entire weekend um, mm. because I was not about the shit. Um, yeah. But you were about the shits. <laughs> you were about the but shits. But I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I, I was actually laughing because Janae's drinking some tea and her right glasses. The right right glass, glass. My right glass. right glass, like, just fogged up. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny, but anyway. Because your fucking child is grow up, nigga. Um, yeah, so it was, um, otherwise it was cool. I, um, I got some writing done. Um, mm, yes, writing. Yeah, so I'm feeling good. Um, Yeah. This is truly intimate. I'm staring directly into really your urethra. Yeah. Oh, I'm my my <laughs> what? Sis? What? You're, let's move on. How was your week? How was your All week? All right. So, um I went to New York. I got a cold <laughs> oh, because I was foolish as fuck and thought <laughs> that my fucking coat that I had that I purchased specifically for New York tra- travels would be too much. <laughs> um so instead I wore my little what I call my dyke jacket. Um, if you're a dyke, you know what a dyke jack- jacket is. Um, but if there's yes. a chance that we have any people who are listening who aren't dykes, mm-hmm. um, a dyke jacket is the uh, military green parka <laughs> that every dyke and or aspiring dyke and or past ex-dyke, Amen. if you will. Come on. Those don't exist. Anyway, we all have them. Um, so I wore that with like a, a wow. jacket under it. You really um, just read someone in my former church. Because <laughs> she allegedly was an ex, you know, homosexual. And um, she she has two. She has a green, <laughs> army green parka. Yes. And a blue one. A baby powder blue. Wow. My God. Stiking for days. Jesus. My God. Those are the only two jackets she wears. Christ. Um, So I came back from New York with a cold. Um, High moments. I applied for ACA. This is my first time. And I did it successfully. And um, had a lot of stress, nigga. (laughs) Well, last week I mentioned that... um, you know, the only time that I truly have a dedicated, consistent writing practice mm-hmm. is when I'm in my hashtag valley moment. Yes. Bitch. And I'm truly having a valley, mo- like not a true valley moment, yeah. but it's, it's, you valley know, some ish. reads happening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and life has simply been reading me. <laughs> so, um, I've I just been, my God, I just wish I did not I wish I was not the chapter that life <laughs> wanted to read right now, okay? Um, but this has definitely brought up about like a bunch of reflection mm-hmm. and writing. So that's where I'm at. Um, and yeah, that's been my past week. It's time for the raw and honest raw and honest no condoms. We're telling the truth. We're giving it to you raw. Uh, back it up and take it down to the ground. Take yeah. It, yes. Okay, yes, we're done. Yes, yes, yes. Great. Amen. So, what what's happening this week, raw and honestly, um, with you? Should I do a brief explanation of what it is? 
Okay. <laughs> Please. Okay. I don't. I mean, it's we've bad. only had this format <laughs> for five weeks at this point, so I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Do what you like, sis. Uh, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so the road out of segment is a segment where we basically self drag. Um, it's just something that we realized um, over the past week that um, is a symptom mostly of a larger issue that we deal with, and we just you know drag ourselves forward. Um, so, <clears throat> my raw and honest this week is something that I've noticed that I, um, have just kind of normalized in my life. Um, and it's kind of a societal thing. Um, I've internalized this idea of <laughs> stunting on a nigga as a form of healing and self-care. Um, this, um, idea of look better... Or do better so your ex can be sick, or not necess- or not even just your ex, but anybody mm. who's done you wrong. Wow, synchronicity is real. And, okay, uh, so keep going. Amen. keep going. Keep going. Amen. Okay, so um, but mo- it, it's mostly for romantic partnerships because you know in society we value those the highest. Mm. Um, so this idea of doing those things so that the next time they see you. Um, they'll, they'll be like, oh my God, like, look at you, or like, be jealous, anything, um, anything like that, um, I've internalized as a form of, um, healing, which I'm realizing slowly but surely that it's absolutely not. Mm. Um, I found these things, um, actually remove me from, like, the moment, Mm. um, of an experience because I'm... Instead of doing something to better myself, mm-hmm. um, all of the energy and intention is being focused on um, curating an image. Yeah, to, to for someone else. Mm-hmm. Like it's not for me. It's like I'm I'm directing all of this energy doing something for someone else, uh, for someone else's perception, as opposed to me doing something to specifically heal myself and make myself feel better. Um, and the wild thing about doing that mm-hmm. is you don't even know if niggas is looking at you. Exactly. <laughs> you there is so much <laughs> ego involved in this shit. It's unreal. Oh, God. Um, but there's definitely this societal thing that um, pushes you to feel like, you know, uh, revenge is the best revenge is to do better. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm doing these things as a type of revenge... I'm actually holding myself captive to these situations and these people that I'm attempting to grow past. Um, Because if you're doing something for the sake of impressing someone else, Mm -hmm. there's no type of... uh, There's no type of uh, self-growth that is happening, really. um, Or anything that's sustainable because it's all based on an external source. And... My nigga, like... if you're really about this healing shit, you got to realize that this shit has to be for you. It yeah. can't be for anybody else. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But I've realized that I've definitely been programmed and have internalized this ridiculous notion that um, I have to get revenge on someone. Hmm. Um, but I, we've kind of prettied it up by saying, do better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the truth is, you're still thinking about this person, this situation, this thing that has hurt you. When you 
when the actual healing is not being captive to that or thinking about it. Yeah. And doing better for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I I need to move past this shit. Real. I need to move past this fucking shit because it's not sustainable at all. It's really not. So true. All right. So um, my run on us this week <laughs> um, comes from a place of my whole life just reading me. <laughs> Upside down, inside out, sideways, bitch, diagonally <laughs> for a whole last week. Yes. <laughs> um, and I don't. I know you're familiar with on um, Andre, Andrew Caldwell, <laughs> Andrew the Chad Caldwell. <laughs> Did I tell you that sometimes I'll find myself on Sunday mornings looking for his videos, like no. his church? Are you- <laughs> oh my. God. Bitch, I love me some Andrew Chad Caldwell. Uh, I love him when he's in his element where his brows are arched and he is... He got on that foundation. Yes, and he is in his his, uh, Spanx and his his leggings and he's rebuking the saints. Because look, Andrew will rebuke you in a second. Wow, he will. And then talk about being uh, somebody's pastor's late night creep. Come on, Andrew. Come on. Video, it's so delicious. Levels. Right. Yes, I'm here for Uh, Duality, (laughs) as the saints would say. Um, So, speaking of Andrew Caldwell, Mm -hmm. just his his quote, um, who are me to judge, (laughs) comes to mind in the raw and honest... um, that's really present <laughs> for me. Um, wow, synchronicity is really a bitch for real. So I was just this week just thinking about um, how I've put forth a concerted effort towards not leaning upon um, these sources of self self sabotage. Mm-hmm. Come on, words. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. So self sabotage mm-hmm. for me. Um, can look like me exerting too much energy on worrying about what the next nigga is doing, um, me comparing myself to another nigga, Mm -hmm. me um, looking at another nigga and being like, you ain't shit. (laughs) But meanwhile, (laughs) bitch, I got a whole backpack full of ain't shit that I've been lugging around my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, So... In a weird, you know, Hotepian connection, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends on Facebook um, posted a question, and they asked, "Do you plan on supporting your kids in their exploration of their gender identity and sexuality?" And for me, like when I saw this question, I was like really excited because I love to see like how queer and gender non-conforming folks and trans folks are like um, actively um, creating avenues for their children to like see who they can be, right? So I go into this thread and I'm expecting answers like that. And so many of the answers ended up being things like, you know, when little Pookie Ray comes to me and wants to buy a dress, uh-huh. you know, we'll go and do that. But, like, the thing about that is, like, if they even come to you about a dress, mm-hmm. if that's not the normative wear that they're supposed to be wearing, um, if they do get to that point, 
by that point, they will have internalized so many messages about gender Mm -hmm. and sexuality and what have you Uh that like there's a lot of undoing that has to happen at that point and like so to take it all the way back and connect it to this feeling of like who are who are me to judge (laughs) (laughs) what i'm thinking about when i'm thinking about um being intentional about um, not leaning upon those sources of Mm self-sabotage, that means that I have to be intentional about, one, seeking out daily the places in which I am sabotaging myself. I can't just, like, you know, when it pops up, just be like, oh, and respond. Mm -hmm. I have to, like... I have to like put energy towards thinking through, well, what are all the sources of sabotage that I regularly um, engage in? Be proactive. Right. right? right. And um, also being proactive in the sense of like developing those practices that counteract um, the self-sabotage. Because again, if I'm waiting until I'm like, that bitch ain't shit or (laughs) what the fuck am I doing? Look at what all the shit that that bitch is doing. Mm -hmm. Like, I've already lost, yeah. um, and I'm way bef- way behind the wheel. So, yeah. just remembering that me <laughs> me fighting or counteracting um, the self sabotage that I'm doing mm-hmm. doesn't happen in a reaction. It happens happens in you know the preparation for the inevitable self-sabotage because mm-hmm. child look it was when was it was it yes it was yesterday god yesterday there was a moment when i was like i was just i don't know what happened child like it was like a bunch of shit a bunch of thoughts fl- like flooded into my head and i just started weeping oh and i was just like so sad mm-hmm. and like felt so defeated by life and felt like an imposter and felt like I was not doing enough. And mm-hmm. like, I have all these goals and ideas and visions and I haven't enacted any of them. I haven't worked on any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, also thinking like, Hmm, I wonder what all my exes are doing, what successes they are enjoying mm-hmm. with what next steps they're about to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like weeping. <laughs> I was like, so sad. <laughs> Um, so that just, that was, that really made me like sit back and be like, okay, bitch, Mm -hmm. you need to create a plan because this can't be happening. (laughs) Um, well it can, but like, Uh, bitch, not, not all the time. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, just, just remembering that, um, I need to have a self-sabotage plan and also I need to stop comparing myself to other people and also I need to stop judging what other people are doing because who are me to judge? (laughs) So, God bless. Amen. 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 I come from mm-hmm. the toe-tapping, yes, God. hand-clapping, come on. Holy Ghost having, Church of the Living God. That is definitely your tongue. Because you don't change. You are Janine. You change it out. Steadfast. Unmovable. Amen. So this segment is called Church Affirmation. All right. So what we're going to... What time out? Noise. I have no idea. I think it's. I think that it's that thing that Nicki Minaj does at the end of all verses. Mm-mm. I, don't, oh, I don't know what it is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, wow. Also, let's talk about this line that Nicki Minaj has 
where she says, juicy. Get you a straw, nigga. Get... You know this pussy is juicy. Yes! Wow! <laughs> wow! What an affirmation. That's our church <laughs> affirmation for today. All right. I hope y'all got that. Uh, be blessed. <laughs> Drink the oh my oh god, god, you're disgusting. Mad sugar in my grits? Oh my god. You're goodness. actually trash. Okay. All right, let's stick to the topic. Church affirmation. Church affirmation is a um a segment where we uh give the true and living translation mm-hmm. of of the word of God. Um this week I will be coming from the book of Matthew mm, uh 21 totally. verses 21 to 22. Uh once again the King James version. Only. Only because there ain't no other damn version. You fucking heathen. (laughs) Um, And verse 21 reads, Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast thou, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things whatsoever ye ask, ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Hmm. Amen. And we thank God for the reading of his word. Um, so, um, I've, uh, so much, here's my uh, take on this. Uh, through the reading of the scriptures and my studying of other, uh, different facets of spirituality, um, I've come to this different conclusion uh, regarding um, divinity, um, you know, as I was, I was taught that um, you know it's an external thing, um, but you know, just my understanding of the scriptures, and then also my, you know, reading on other facets of spirituality, I've um, kind of, uh, I've not kind of, I've adopted this belief that divinity is. Um, more congenital as opposed to being mm-hmm. something that's um, imported into you or that's extrinsic. Um, uh, specifically since I've um, been studying uh, things like moon rituals, mm-hmm. um, when you do moon rituals, um, first of all, when you dedicate your journal, um, you're praying to God, the universe, mm-hmm. but it's in the form of your higher self. Right. Because you are part of the universe. Exactly. Um, you know, there's this thing saying that, you know, who you, you're just the universe experiencing itself mm-hmm. in human form. Um, but, yeah, so when you when you do that, you are talking to your higher self, dedicating this. Um, uh, and then when you write your intentions out, all those things, and you um, do the seal at the end, you know, releasing to the universe, you're releasing... The universe, God, is all your higher self. Right. And, um, basically, your higher self is you just in a spiritual form. Um, so this idea that, um, your divinity is internal has really been sticking with me, um, because if you, like, the scripture I just read basically was saying that, um, all of these things that you want, like when you pray and you think, all of these, um, things coming to you is based on your own belief. That's what it says right there. It's not based on anything else but your own faith. Yeah. So um, I believe that um, all of these things are being transmuted through you. Right. You're taught when you're praying to God, you're praying essentially to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just in a higher form that you yeah. may not be able to um, experience with your five senses, right. but you can experience it, you know, uh, spiritually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so like this, this, this thing of just believing, because I tweeted this thing today that, um, because I've realized when I go over my own, uh, moon, um, like intentions, mm-hmm. um, I asked for the most obscure ass shit and I'm realizing mm-hmm. now that it was based on me just trying to prove it mm-hmm. and me being here like months later. And realizing that, like, this really specific, um, minute shit that I asked for is, are things that are now I'm experiencing or are here. Right. It's like, you know, my nigga, um, if you really put this attention toward anything, it can yes. come to pass. Yes. Um, yeah, and that's been very, and that's something that's, like, really exciting for me. Because... Yeah. Um, typically what I just believe is that small things are possible mm-hmm. and to, to think that I can put intention towards specific things and these specific things come to pass. It's right. like, if I put my, I can put my, um, intention toward bigger things and they yeah. can come to pass as well. So God. yeah, yo. Nigga, and like, one of the biggest realizations that I've had specifically since, um, since us doing that moon ritual, mm-hmm. was it full moon? It was a full moon. Full yeah. moon. Doing that ritual helped me to create this connective thread through a lot of different religious practices. Have I have I talked about this? I don't think so. Okay, um, and a religious practices as well because mm-hmm. it's just this idea. I think for me, if I were to distill that ritual down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I identify a source mm-hmm. of power um, for someone who's a-religious. It may be themselves. Mm-hmm. For someone who's religious, it may be their, um, you know, universe, ancestors, God, mm-hmm. what have you. Um, so I identify the source that I know will uh, aid me mm-hmm. in, in accomplishing whatever petition I bring forth, right? Mm -hmm. So I make my petition to this um, source. Again, for some folks, it's themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, It's their more focused, more um, intentional selves. Um, And once I put that that petition to that source, we're at this point of faith without works is dead, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. like for people who are not religious, that means, bitch, I'm making my checklist. I'm... um, getting accountability partners. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, you know, I'm moving and I'm moving and shaking and doing the shit to get my shit accomplished. Right. Um, for people who are religious, that looks like similar shit, like still, you know, getting up and taking a step in that direction. Mm-hmm. Cause again, faith without works is dead. Um, and you know, for me, the, the piece that I put there is that clearing the path, mm-hmm. um, so that, you know, whatever that source, whatever that power is can come and fill that space right. with whatever you are petitioning it for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the end piece is the universe, God, your higher self, your ancestors b- bringing to fruition, whatever that request Imagine. is. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. And, and for people who are a religious, that's them accomplishing their goals because they set their checklist. Mm -hmm. They checked all the shit off. They did it. Bada boom. Mm -hmm. And like, for me, that was just like, uh, an aha moment of like, nigga, we all doing the same shit. Yeah. We all doing the same shit and calling it different things. And like, 
Um, yeah, naming naming our sources differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're all like, because nigga, you have to know what you're praying for before you pray about it. So like, yeah. that's your checklist, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was very interesting to me. So yeah. that bitch, you can move mountains. Yeah. Um, and be that be that because you um, you know, you're believing in Christ working on your behalf mm-hmm. or whatever source right. um you can move mountains bitch exactly and it, it goes into um a scripture that you read um in a different episode just kind of connecting it it was um about vain repetitions you mm. know as a heathen do mm-hmm. um and then you know this thing is saying that if you ask and you believe it shall be done mm-hmm. so um and then also me realizing that part of the new moon journal is writing it yeah once Right. And releasing it. Mm. So this whole thing about saying, petitioning for what you want, saying that you believe it's going to come, and then leaving it alone for it to come, mm-hmm. is something that is in the scriptures, it's in this um, this moon ritual, mm-hmm. um, these other different... Planner uh, communities. All of, all of these things. And it, it, like, it's so wild that all of these things, that people can't see the... the um, some people cannot see... The similarities in right. all these things. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Thank you for so much for that word, Amen. Deacon. Amen. Thank you. You know what stresses me out? Yeah. That the send button is directly next to where you have to put your cursor. <laughs> when you're trying to like edit a text before you send it. I've said so much shit that in me too. So nigga it is such a struggle can y'all fix that fucking apple like, what who, who, decided? who decided that's like when put the twitter up there bitch that's when like twitter changed the like it was something weird i think it was like they changed the they put the follow button right next to the i don't know something they put it next to something when you accidentally follow people. yeah like so, when you yeah, lurking on niggas' timelines, oh my so goodness. petty, oh my so fucking petty. So we are now at the motherfucking sex and dating, sex and dating, sex and dating. We ain't doing none of that shit here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but we gonna act like it today, yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna act like it. So the sex and dating segment is where we are talking about the sex and dating that is happening, not happening in neither of our lives. Um, so all. we're just no. out here to scam y'all yes. for a few minutes, yes. uh, if you don't mind. <laughs> and uh, that's what we're going to talk about from a black ass, queer ass, churchy ass nigga perspective. Yes. So for me, <laughs> come on, speak the on. name. <laughs> The name of my uh, dating game this week has been Worry About Your Motherfucking Goddamn Black Ass Fucking Self. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll see that that's like sort of the connective tissue of all of my my shit that I talk about this week. (laughs) Just worry about yourself, bitch. You can't, you cannot change anything that any other nigga is doing Apparently. but you <laughs> you are the only nigga that you can affect impact mm-hmm. and whatever so 
this week was just a lesson in, bitch, I can only solve my issues. I can only articulate my side. I can only adjust my actions. Come on. I can only... Um, I cannot choose to pontificate about what this other person could have done to seek out their own clarity. Um, no. <laughs> if... I think that they are, if I think that someone else is unclear about something that I am articulating to them, um, that is the moment in which I need to decide, okay, let me make it clearer. Mm -hmm. Um, Doing the thing where I assume there is clarity. Assumptions just are trash. Don't make assumptions. Um, Taking time. To decide for myself that I, my previous perception of what it means to be blatantly clear Mm -hmm. about my feelings and um, my thoughts is not actually as clear as it could be. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And this also comes in like a package deal with another lesson that I've, I've had this year. Um, and this is just the lesson that everything that feels bad, bitch, that drags you and does everything in its power to make you feel no good, very bad, and fucking terrible is not necessarily bad. Right? And um, sometimes shit just takes a whole ass shit storm to humble you (laughs) so that you can learn the motherfucking lesson. But that does not inherently make that thing negative or Mm -hmm. bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think in, in trying to honor that lesson of like, yep, I went through a whole bunch of shit this year, but actually look at these great things that came out of it. Mm -hmm. I, think I began to like gratuitously apply this like god this good vibes only ass <laughs> nigga lens to everything um to everything that I deem as like potentially negative mm-hmm. um and it put me in this space of like instead of naming the things that are air quotes negative Mm -hmm. or instead of saying like this thing isn't working, I would just remain in a space of here are the things that are working. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't like really help somebody who doesn't have the other half of that story that I'm not telling because I want to paint this like cute rosy picture Mm -hmm. of all the things that are working. Um, So yeah, in, in telling my truth and in, um, making sure I am clear that requires all sides Mm -hmm. and I can't be a good vibes ass only nigga, Mm -hmm. um, in (laughs) articulating those truths to other folks. Um, like I can say, yes, I like you and I think you're a great person and I want to learn more about you, but also I need to also include that other 50% that's like, bitch, I hate, your motherfucking FUBU shoes. (laughs) (laughs) And your fucking hairline is a fucking mess. And your mama ain't shit. (laughs) And like, that's all part of the full story of the truth, you know? (laughs) By the way, this applies to no one. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, but yeah. So we're... <laughs> Bring your ass back, bitch! We got a whole ass show to finish. Um, so yeah, that that's me. Worrying about myself and making sure that... I, on my side, am being as clear as humanly possible um, and not doing the thing where, um, you know, we talked last week about, um, like, having a feeling that someone isn't understanding or maybe has a different perception Mm -hmm. or maybe hears us but doesn't really agree, but it also isn't saying that they don't agree. Mm -hmm. So anytime I get that, like notion i just need to be like bitch okay i just need clarity mm-hmm. tell me nothing or here right nothing right. wrong with a check-in come on bitch <laughs> wow so that's me that's right. me worry yeah. about your motherfucking self glory be mm. um i once again no dating amen no um, don't need it um i got jesus by my side and yeah. there's enough and these six niggas in my phone who I've been texting, you know, for the past six months and never met, like I said. So, um... You're not about to start me. Nope. So, one of these guys that I've been talking to... For since six like, months? Since, like, August. Yeah, about... Yeah. I never met this nigga. Um, but I, I do like him somewhat. Okay. Um, well, that's, like, four months, but whatever. Um, yeah, and like I, um, I talked to him off and on for like the last four months, four or five months, whatever. And um, I think now, what's keeping you from meeting up with him? Absolutely nothing. Like okay. absolutely not. Do y'all thing. live down the street from each other? No, he lives in Maryland, so oh, that that might be. That's it. down that's the not, street. That's not that's not too far, right? But um, I think it's just me being like whatever Blase, about yeah. it. Yeah, because I'm not. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm not in. It's not that, well, I'm not enthusiastic. I'm just, like, not, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I need to, which kind of ties into it. So, like, I've been, this is, like, the first time where I'm talking to someone, or not even dating, just, like, you know, speaking to someone. And, you know, I'm enjoying the talking Mm -hmm. and doing whatever, but I'm not, like. No WIDs? Huh? No WIDs? No. Wow, what a like, blessing. Thank God. Like, just, it's wow. none of that. Um, this nigga likes to talk on the phone. That's another thing. That's, wow. I um, hate that shit. I actually don't mind it because I like to hear niggas' voice. Mm. But it's also like this thing that when you text niggas a lot, you get those WYD shits. Mm. And, you know, a nigga's not going to say WYD over the phone. Mm. Like, so true. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like you, Yo, tend, I this tend is to why have... I send voice messages. <laughs> voice message queen. Amen. But, yeah, I... um. This is the first time when talking to someone that I'm not, like, obsessive mm-hmm. about, um, like, trying to create a facade. Mm. And by that, I mean, like, I think we were talking about this last week mm-hmm. or some week, basically trying to make someone like you. Right. Um, and I'm in this space where I'm talking to him and, like, the conversation's cool and he's a cool person and he's funny um, he's a fire sign, which is, I'm like, <laughs> um, Bitch, what you got to say about fire signs, ho? Ho? Fix your motherfucking mug. <laughs> we lit. We lit! Anyway, um, but yeah, so, um, you're a cusp, so please. Like, Shut the fuck. But, um. <laughs> you're so condescending, bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've. 
I'm not obsessed about, like, trying to make him like me or, like, uh, being very cognizant of, like, every step I make to right. make sure I don't misstep and, like, oh, if I do this, like, well, you know what I mean? Obsessing over everything I do so that he will see me in a certain light. Mm -hmm. And I'm more so, like, my nigga, you're going to see me in the light that I'm in. Mm. And that's it. Mm. Um... One thing. That Come on, every angle is my best angle, Come bitch. On. Come on, I love that shit so much. Um, but like, it, it, doing this with this man has, um, which I don't know why it's so weird for me at 27 years old to say man instead of like boy, because I'm like, like it, it's all these niggas children. That's what they are. But I guess it's weird. Like it's kind of me realizing I'm a whole ass adult mm. by saying I'm talking to a man. Um, By the way, Dykes love to use that phrase in an what? argument. I'm a whole ass adult. <laughs> okay. what? Really? Yes. Continue. <laughs> continue. Amen. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, doing this and not kind of feeling obsessed about it mm. uh, made me realize some mistakes I've made. In, I made in my first relationship. Um, I was definitely very meticulous in making sure that. I was making I was it, it that I was doing things um it was calculated moves I was making mm. um so that this boy would like me mm. um doing things that I I mean I would do like normally but I was making like extra effort yeah. to make sure that you knew that I was doing this for you or mm. that I would do this and I realized how exhausting that shit was yeah. um because it, it, it and also what is the return on that if someone thinks that that's just who you inherently are right, and right. don't know that you're going out of your way to right. like build this image or like do right. these things for them right. mm. um and like it was it, it became exhausting because um uh, i just cuz i was always worried about a misstep mm. i was always worried about oh my god what if i you know, don't do this or don't yeah. do that. And um, this is a lot more, a, a lot less stressful. And I'm grateful for it. And I'm learning a lot about just, um, just naturally being me and letting niggas who are attracted to me just fall in line instead of me having to keep up something that mm. I'm not and I cannot do. Hmm. Um, and it's not to me. It's not for me to say like I'm this selfish ass nigga who doesn't do things because I, I'm not. But it was more so me. Um, it was from a place of me trying to create an image. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't from like a genuine place of just completely being selfless. God. Yeah. Um, this morning I was just thinking about. I was returning to something that I realized a few weeks ago and talked about on the podcast of like dating be that being that opportunity that you don't really get mm -hmm. um, inherently in um, unless you're intentional mm -hmm. in once you're in a relationship mm -hmm. to, you know, exercise that honesty um, and compassion and reality mm -hmm. muscle. Um, and I don't know, it just, it just came, you know, full circle today again of like, um, you know, dating is where the stakes are much lower mm -hmm. um, often than they are in any other context mm -hmm. to, to strengthen those muscles mm -hmm. um, that are like critical to healthy relationships. Yeah. Because like going into a relationship with this whole ass facade on 
<sighs> nigga, the upkeep of that shit in a relationship, nigga. Um, and just the the lower stakes coming from the fact that like you could be a shithead towards this person that you don't really know. Yeah. But like you can also take this opportunity, this low stakes opportunity to just be like, bitch, here I am. Uh-huh. Titties flailing in the wind and shit. <laughs> one east, one west. Just hanging off the bed. Um, take me or don't, bitch. Uh-huh. Um, and it's still terrifying. Yes. It's still fucking terrifying. Even though you don't know that shit. From, that nigga from Adam, yo. Right. <laughs> That's, like the, that's the wildest thing. Um, that is the wildest thing. But yeah, that that just was another thing that came full circle for me today. Mm-hmm. Thank you, my nigga. Amen. Amen. Let them titties hang, bitch. Let them, let them, let them, let them titties hang. Let them holy titties hang. <laughs> let them say titties hang. Let the them same holy titties. All right, it's time for personal healing practice. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The personal healing practice is a segment where we just talk about something that we've done during the week or something. Yeah, basically something we've done during the week that's promoted our healing and, um, you know, our journey towards wholeness. Mm. Glory. Glory. Glory, church. So I'll go first. Because yeah. <laughs> mine is go real ahead. simple. Go ahead, my <laughs> and straight to the point, bitch, I'm not taking care of myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't fucking have one, bitch. <laughs> Searched all over. <laughs> Couldn't find no personal healing. <laughs> I looked high and low. I ain't doing shit for myself. <laughs> I will say that the one thing um, this week that was a bit sure. I, did, I didn't initiate it. <laughs> but cooking for myself. Amen. Feeding myself. So that was, that was really important. Amen. So this week, um, my personal healing practice is just something that um, I didn't realize I was doing until after I did it um, multiple times. And also, um, I didn't realize the impact of it until I just sat down and realized what I was doing. Um, It's me not saying sorry unless it was absolutely necessary. Because as someone who's all these intersections, black queer, uh, fat, all of these things, um, you're just, you, you, you move through a world where you're, (laughs) where you apologize just for existing. Your whole existence is an apology. Yeah. Yeah, And Mm -hmm. I realized that there are so many things where I just say sorry for no Mm -hmm. black ass reason. No reason. Like when I analyze me saying, oh, sorry, sorry, Mm -hmm. sorry. I'm like, what did you say sorry for? There was nothing to be sorry about. Um, whether it be, um, my nigga like breathing. Like, say if I was really into something and I was breathing a bit too hard, like, if I'm zoned out right. into something, and someone notices, oh, I'm sorry. Or, Bitch, you are alive. Do you know? <laughs> Do you know that that was actually a praise break right, right there? Right. Bitch, I'm breathing! Amen. Amen. Or um, me not even being in the way, mm. but standing somewhere. Like maybe a hallway. Mm-hmm. And the hallway is still wide enough for two people to fit through. Mm-hmm. But me, because of my body taking up space, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. When I eat, when I move out of someone's way who didn't need me to move out of right. the way. Um, all of these different things. Or like, um, 
which one thing um, that I'm proud of myself for not doing is scaring a white woman this week. Um, I was just walking down the street um, to get with my sister and my other coworker. Or might have been, it was one week, but basically, this we were in the mall. There we go, and we were just walking, and uh, this white woman stopped in front of us, and she turned around. She's like, "Oh my god!" I just looked at her and kept moving. I was like, oh "Like this white woman was terrified just by seeing our black asses," and I was like, "I was so tempted to say sorry because I'm used to just saying sorry for my blackness," right. but I was like, "Fuck that shit!" Achievement I just, unlocked, bitch. I, <laughs> I literally just looked at her because she was. I looked down and I just kept moving. <laughs> and she low key looked like she was surprised I didn't say sorry. No. But I just kept it pushing, and no. that has been so helpful for me mm-hmm. realizing that I don't need to be sorry for my existence. No. Um. Because the world will make you believe it is so. Absolutely. Like you're so inconvenient. You're a burden just by existing. And fuck that. Fuck that. I'm a blessing nigga. to this whole I bitch. I am a fucking asset, bitch. And you will recognize it. <laughs> so. So, yeah, my nigga, stop saying sorry if you don't mean it. If it's not necessary. Stop saying that shit out of habit. My God. Mm. That's so good. So good. Amen. It's time to pay your ties, nigga. Pay your ties. Time to pay your ties, nigga. Pay your ties. It's time to pay your ties, nigga. Pay your ties. It's time to pay your ties, nigga. Pay your motherfucking ties. All right. So, this is Pay Your Tides, nigga. Nigga. Uh-huh. Yes. And this is a time where we are going to be discussing ways that you can support black films, um, things that are happening in popular culture um, that impact um, black films, how we perceive black films, um, and how black films have to navigate the world. Um, so, you going to go? Yes. So there was so something happened mm-hmm. um, this past week uh, where uh, the minister of music, Patti LaBelle, mm, was v. on V was on um, trash ass white gays uh, show Andy Cohen, mm. um, and Andy kind of slipped in something regarding Luther Vandross. No reverence. None at all for um, the black auntie supreme mm. Luther. Um, and he basically got Patty to um, quote unquote out Luther. Hmm. Um, uh, he asked her, um, you know, did Luther struggle about coming out? Like, you know, he just said it. Like, right. um, instead of being like, well, was Luther, you know what I mean? Like, asking No question, segue, bitch. No segue. Nothing. Just, no finesse. None. He just, he just went about it as, as though it was a, a conquest. A, 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 yeah, and a known fact. As opposed to something that was being speculated on. Mm. Um, and Patty um, went ahead and she, you know, confirmed that Luther was in fact gay and he was um, struggling uh, with his sexuality throughout his entire life. Yeah. Um, and um, different people on social media were saying, you know, that, you know, Patty was so wrong and um, that. Um, you know, it wasn't her business to tell and, you know, things like that. And, you know, Luther was a black femme. Mm-hmm. And uh, Luther, from Patty's testimony, uh, Luther, testimony. <laughs> Luther was, um, 
Luther wasn't necessarily um, in because of his personal desire to keep private, as opposed to him feeling like he was in danger mm-hmm. uh, financially, personally. Um, you know, he felt like he was like that. His he was also um, very concerned about his mother and mm-hmm. her perception of him and what it would do to her if he were to come out. Um, and I, just my take on this is that, um, support black femmes in their, in their navigation of trying to come out, Mm -hmm. um, in, in whatever way that may look like for them. Um, because, uh, it's sad that Luther was worried about his mom, his, the perception his fans would have of him, um, how it would impact him in his career, um, and so he stayed in the closet until he died. Yeah. Uh, and the manner in which Patty was saying it, she wasn't like, like, you know, I'm going to repeat. She was not saying that he was in the closet because he had this intense desire to stay in the closet. Right. Um, so just, I, it really, it, it's really, it will be really cool, uh, for us to create, uh, uh, environments where black fans felt comfortable living their personal truth, mm. whatever that may look like for them yeah. again. Um, because it, it sucks that he felt so... He, he felt so strong about not about staying in the closet uh, for all these reasons uh, that had nothing to do with his own personal desire. Yeah, um, yeah so that... So seeing all that and then hearing all the comments, it just made me sad. And I, I truly, my personal belief is that, you know, Patty freed Luther in a certain way that he couldn't do by himself while he was alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, man, it just, that really made me sad that Luther felt so strong about disappointing other people that he stayed in the closet his entire life. His entire life. Mm-hmm. And creating that space and that support system for black femmes to be out, Mm -hmm. um, whatever that looks like for us, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I guess I I would prefer to use a different term, um, because I am talking about more than just like queerness or gender. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about like proud and, um, like loud and proud of who they are. Mm Going back to what I was talking about in the raw and honest, like it requires intentionality and it requires that, um, the moment, um, so we already know black femmes are in the world. So Mm -hmm. we know that presently there is a baby black femme who needs to see black femmes on the television screen mm-hmm. and books, on the internet, mm-hmm. everywhere yeah. that are out and proud about who they are. Right. Um, and that there is space to do so right. for them. Um, so that that support that we're taught that you're talking about, Dre, doesn't happen once somebody comes out. Mm-hmm. We don't wait until somebody finally has the like has to experience the trauma of coming out. Right, right. We build that community around them. Right, because we don't talk about how, even if it's accepting, that's still a traumatic a traumatic event. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that was something that someone mentioned on the, the thread that I was talking about earlier of um, 
how they were very intentional um, about surrounding their children with, you know, genderqueer folks mm. and trans folks and people of a lot of different sexualities and families that had a lot of different family models. Mm. Um, but more specifically, going back to, like, gender variant folks mm -hmm. um, so that you know, when their child came to them and said, hey, mom, I'm bi-gender. Mm -hmm. Hey, mom, I am genderqueer. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a, this child has to stress out about whether or not they are going to be accepted and loved right. and affirmed still by these people who have loved them their whole lives. Mm -hmm. It's more of a just, hey, here's a decision that I made. Yeah. Great, let's keep going. What's right. for dinner? Right, right. Um, so that's really important yeah. that, that we're being intentional about that. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people were saying, one of the comments that I hate um, that people are making is that we already knew. Mm. And that is such an invalidating ass thing. So condescending say. as well. Um, for, for multiple reasons. But um, I just really didn't like this uh, tone that people were having. We already knew it didn't need to be said. And that was, to me, that's pushing him further in the closet. Yeah. Because it's like, as, as much as people were trying, with their kind of limited understanding of queerness and gender, like all these things, were trying to say that they qu didn't care. Right. It, first of all, when you say you don't care, that's invalidating. Right. Um, you should care. Um, because it's something that... It, it's a part of a person. And when you tell me you knew <laughs> after all this, <laughs> after I'm fucking dead, nigga, that's invalidating as fuck. It so, bitch, is. why did I struggle this whole last time if y'all yeah. knew, bitch? Yeah. And you should ask yourself why I didn't feel comfortable talking to you about it. Mm. If you if you knew this entire time. Why didn't I feel comfortable? Yeah. To, yeah. That's so real. <sighs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> so my um pay your tithes nigga is actually a huge gigantic uh ginormous shout out mm. um to amber j phillips and jasmine the king of the south walker yes. of the black joy mixtape um black joy mixtape is my very favorite podcast mm. right now um and I haven't been listening to lots of podcasts recently because I don't, bitch, I've been masturbating a lot. I don't know. <laughs> like, what, have, what else have I been doing? Who knows? No reason. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't have this conference call with you. I have a masturbation appointment at 9 a.m. Which is a real thing. Thank you. Amen. Um... So they, on Saturday, came out with an episode that was about rape culture. It's called Rape Culture, Yes, All Men. Mm -hmm. um, and I am just forever in awe of how they are taking um, news and pop culture and merging it and creating an opportunity and an entry point for us to understand news mm -hmm. that bitch we i have never understood and which is intentional mm -hmm. okay um that impacts us deeply mm -hmm. but i and many other folks just have never understood like because there's so much context you have to have to yeah. understand what's happening in on the political political sphere mm -hmm. politics whatever um 
they they not only make it digestible, but they're also at the same time just using these intersectional lenses mm-hmm. to help their audience, which is predominantly black femmes and women, mm-hmm. understand how each of these issues impacts them directly, mm-hmm. impacts the folks that they love directly. Right. Um, and I love them dearly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just doing, they are two black women and black femmes who are doing so much heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's all that black femmes do, mm-hmm. but wow. And the way and to the degree that they do it is just impeccable. Yeah. So I say all this to say, everyone under the sound of my voice, <laughs> which is really only you, Andre. <laughs> Who else is listening to this shit? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> just kidding. We have a, do have a few people listening. Yeah, this, yeah. Confirmed. It's kind of crazy. Confirmed, it's yeah. kind of wild. Um, please, please, please go to SoundCloud. Go to Apple um, podcasts and listen to um, the Black Joy mixtape in their most recent episode, Rape Culture, Yes, All Men. Such a good episode. <sighs> and and just how they talk about like the intersectional hurdles mm-hmm. um, in the way of Black films revoking or denying consent mm-hmm. in situations that actually end up being rape. Yeah. Um, because either they didn't feel... Like, they were allowed to deny that consent Mm -hmm. or, you know, just so many reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was a point at which, bitch, I felt chin-checked. But it was a good, it was a good-ass chin-check. But I was like, bitch, wow, you actually need to, like, sit down and, and, like, sit in this. Um, About this Netflix and chill shit. Oh. (laughs) Nigga, do you know? My God, yes. And how rapey that shit is. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's just so, um, so predominantly their conversation was about um, men and masculine of center folks. Mm -hmm. Um, But as I was telling you earlier, I was like, you know, I'd really like to explore what this looks like. Like from a femme, black femme perspective, mm-hmm. um, because many of the black femmes that I know only date other black femmes mm-hmm. for the reasons that they're talking about mm-hmm. in this fucking in this episode. Yeah. Um, but that does not absolve us of um, perpetuating um, rape culture, right? And patriarchy, because they were and talking patriarchy. about you know that so many folks are just implicit and participators in that system. Mm-hmm. Just like, it's in the fabric. Yeah, it's mm. in the fabric. When this fuck, when Amber said bitch, it's like glitter. It's <laughs> everywhere. You can't easily. No, bitch. Yeah. It's in the like, fucking yes. fat. Wow. Yeah. Um, but just thinking about, you know, I was just talking but this is the last episode I was talking about this. Moment. Netflix and chill. I, it, was some, it was recent. It was, yeah, it was yeah. recent. Yeah. Um, and just thinking about how glad I was that I didn't go through with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually had nothing to do with like any moral realization that mm-hmm. I had or anything mm-hmm. that was like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't be Netflix and chilling <laughs> uh, when I can't talk about sex with this person. Mm-hmm. It was actually like, mm, I just don't feel comfortable about, about the circumstances. Mm-hmm. But I'm so grateful that I got chin checked by this episode. And like, 
coming back again and just like, bitch, if you can't talk about it, there's a problem with you doing it. There's a huge problem. Yeah, and I I really liked how they were talking about how, you know, the Netflix and chill thing was romanticized. Mm -hmm. You know, how it just leads to Mm something, you know what I mean? And, and, And how we like to... We like to perpetuate that that's a thing that should be happening and that it's right. natural. And but when it when it comes down to it, there's no consent there. Like no, no. and there's no discussion. There's no discussion. And and just how they were talking about the fact that like, um, we never get to see in the media like any negotiations that yeah. happen. Yeah. Like you said, it was just com- it's completely romanticized of like. We make eyes in a coffee shop. <laughs> I give you my number. Uh-huh. You tell me to meet you here. We're watching Netflix. Mm-hmm. And oh, my panties are on the floor. <laughs> and actually, that's just another arm of like perpetuating rape culture. Yeah. Because like, what does that in in a society in which we do not have comprehensive sex ed mm-hmm. where um, young folks, specifically young femmes, specifically young black femmes, are learning how to state their terms, negotiate what they want. How is that being the um, primary narrative in all of our media mm-hmm. um, lending to the agency of, of femmes? Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's saying that you show up and you get fucked. Yeah. Whether or not it's good or bad for you, yeah. that's yeah. how that's going to work in perpetuity Mm -hmm. um and there's nothing you can do to change that yeah and your pleasure actually doesn't mean anything so go and do that on your own time yeah if you even think that that's okay because also we're also taught that like the only source of pleasure we can get is from this penis um that is attached to this cis nigga Mm -hmm. that don't give a fuck about our nuts and don't give a fuck about our pleasure um and we're not allowed to do anything outside of that Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Two things that Amber was talking about uh, was talking about specifically. Um, one, she was saying that um, the most pleasurable experiences she's had is when she explicitly yes. talks about it. Yes. And like the least yeah. comfortable is when it was just like show know, up and show up and uh, well, you know, uh, uh, yeah. That was really. Um, I was like, yo, mm. that's that's wow, yo. Yeah. Um, and the fact that she was talking about like, like if a nigga cannot talk about sex via text, like that's a red flag, bitch. I was gonna say if that nigga can't. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Yes, we're here. God, God. No, talk about it. So if like, yeah, Yeah. and and that also like, (laughs) 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 bitch, because um, in my last relationship. It was very hard for me. Like, there would be multiple times when my partner would be like, tell me, you know, what you're interested in. And it, it, you know, I think yes and, like, because also those, like, show and tell moments of, like, here's what I'm interested in sexually happened in different contexts. Um, But I had a really hard time if, like, my partner sat me down and was like, tell me you know what you're interested in, I'd just be like, well, you know, this and that, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, a little bit of this year. But I was never able to, like, be like, you know, I like this specific thing when you do it here, mm-hmm. and I like 
this part and you know and I was never able yeah. to to really paint a picture or, or set the scene for like actually what it was that I was yeah. talking about I'd be like yeah like anal play sure yeah. but like that was so critical and like now being able to see my growth mm-hmm. and being able to know like I know <laughs> I know what I like yeah. um and I can articulate that very clearly mm-hmm. um has to come up. Amen. Amen. Ugh, it just makes me think about, like, just different experiences I've had. And, um, you know, it, and it's just the the lack of the ability to talk about sex mm-hmm. is just, like, maybe that's why when I think about it, I've never really had, like, a really satisfying sexual experience. Because mm. um, I remember... Uh, in a past relationship, um, actually, because I felt extremely embarrassed. I actually sat down and was like, yo, what do you like? I think he felt embarrassed, too, to say it. Um, because the only thing he said is, um, I like if you wore Tim's. And I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Badass! Badass, cool, bet, let's oh do it, whatever. Oh, my God, what? That was it. Yo. I, was, I wanted to explain. Found, like I wanted, like I wanted to say, explain. Like, can we go a little bit further? But I was like, cool, bet, bet. I never because you did were it. already com- uncomfortable I, with right, that conversation. I was, I, yeah. I was, and I could tell he was. So I was like, yeah. let's 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 get past it because clearly we're mm. both uncomfortable. And but that's actually where you should have stopped and like waited a little bit. Yeah, tarried if yeah. you will. <laughs> <laughs> come Until on, Terry. the Lord came. Um, but like, what? I never did that. Mm. We never did it. Um, one because I, I didn't. I was embarrassed, but also because I, I didn't, I didn't feel like it was clear enough. Because I was like, okay, I'm gonna put Tim's on and just do what the fuck I, I normally do. Like, can you explain more about what you like? Like, nigga, it's just just him. And then also, I realized that niggas are really boring. Yeah, niggas are really boring because like niggas will say they want some freaks, but you show them some freak shit, I'll be like, um, I was okay, talking about nothing inside you. That was uh, that 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 was how far I went. Like, nigga, wait, what? What? Um, okay. Oh, God. So, yeah. Yeah. So, it was a combination of niggas being boring and also being embarrassed. So, who mm. knows? Who knows? Wow. So, yeah. So grateful for Jasmine and Amber. Amen. Um, also, pay black women, pay, pay black femmes. They mm-hmm. have a PayPal. Yes. You can pay them mm-hmm. your monies <laughs> um, at theblackjoymixtape at gmail.com. Um, and I think a SoundCloud monthly payment is $20. Mm-hmm. So, bitch, sponsor a month. Come okay? <laughs> Get them through because they are carrying us through all the shit doing all of it doing all the heavy lifting and we are so very grateful so nigga that's pay your tithes nigga (laughs) okay we're done here amen okay all right, so this is the segment that we just be doing fuck shit with. Um, whatever bullshit is happening this week, whatever trifling shit we want to talk about, this is the place for it. Yes. And this week, the trifling bullshit that we're talking about is 
<sighs> Kimberly Jones, who is the mother of Keaton Jones. Um, if you've been on social media this week, there was this um, young uh, Caucasian boy by the, name Caucasian. Of, by the name of Keaton Jones. He was... Um, the Cox, as my friend actually <laughs> likes to call him. The Cox. <laughs> he was speaking about um, being bullied in his, uh, in his school. He was in tears and, you know, he was talking about... People just need to stop bullying, all those things. Um, so his mom, Kimberly, posted this on her Facebook. And uh, a whole bunch of people rallied behind him. Um, celebrities, specifically black celebrities or um, black people who are well-known in the social, you know, social sphere, um, rallied behind him, you know, talking about um, stop bullying uh, people in the... Uh, the Tennessee football team offering to give him free tickets to go to the game. Just a whole bunch of things. Um, the, uh, she put a PayPal out there. Kimberly Jones, uh, they raised like $58,000, like actual American dollars. Yeah. And um, that was only before GoFundMe was like, let's put this bitch on hold <laughs> yes. for a second. So this whole shit shakes out, we're yeah, just gonna put yeah. it on hold. Because so, white people were ready. Oh yes. With the cards out. Oh yes. Okay. And so were Negroes, if we're being honest. We, Absolutely. We, God damn it. Um but so so here's what happened, guys. All right. Um it was discovered, people went back a little bit and found um some pretty racist shit on Kimberly's Facebook page. Mm. Um her posing with Confederate flags, mm -hmm. um her saying, I stand with the flag. Um, you know, United States of America, you know, when um, the whole controversy sur uh, surrounding uh, black people taking a knee, specifically Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. um, and when the the uh, Charlottesville riot. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. Um, she was, you know, all of that veiled white supremacy shit that white people be doing. Right. Dog was last racism. That's not really veiled, but, mm. you know, veiled enough. That's another thing that they talked about on, on Black Joy Mixtape. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you can't recognize racism unless a white people white person is calling you nigger. No, bitch. Yeah. No, bitch. <laughs> it's still fucking racism. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so... So that happened, and we found out that, um, you know, Kimberly is a racist asshole. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. First and foremost, white people ain't shit. Second and At second all. most... If y'all was listening for 2.5 seconds <laughs> to that motherfucking video. Hey, y'all. This my son. Look, and y'all may not be from Appalachia or the South, but half of my family, y'all, is from West Virginia. And that accent comes with one ideology <laughs> and one ideology only. <laughs> and my niggas are black. And they still carry that one ideology, Ooh, okay? Um, so the moment I heard that voice, I was like, it's some Confederate flags <laughs> on this bitch uh, Facebook page. It's a whole bunch of I love America and fuck niggers. I stand with the flag. Come on. All of that. All of that. Um, so that was just my initial impression. After I, I was just like, okay, I know what's happening here. Yeah. Um, but still, that doesn't mean that we can't be upset that... Yeah. About the look yeah the oh no 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 that means that we can't be upset about like how quickly black niggas will cape for a white person we'll seek out second 
My God. And One white tear falls down the cheek, bitch. What, what can we do? What can I do? What How can, can I help? How can I How save can we you? be of service? And the only person, nigga, who has even lifted a fucking Twitter finger to question, to, to do anything, is who a black woman, Jamel mm-hmm. Hill. Mm-hmm. Talking about some, hmm. Let's see. If these posts are accurate, this could be a teachable moment. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, Lord, just twiddling her thumbs like, hmm. I'll just see what happens yeah, yeah. <laughs> because y'all niggas is doing the most <laughs> for you. Like there was a report. Um, I haven't seen it, but like there was like a report saying that Kimberly, before she locked down her Facebook page, um, saying that she actually made a post talking about her son, calling someone the N word. Mm. I don't know if that's true, but would I be surprised? No. Oh. Um, but basically this nonsense is that like Janae said, Niggas will so quickly, the moment a white tear falls, mm-hmm. we won't even let it hit the ground. We'll catch it and be like, what can we do? In an eyedropper, bitch. <laughs> and place it ever so gently back into that white eye. My God. Oh. Meanwhile, there are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of mm-hmm. GoFundMes mm-hmm. of black trans women mm-hmm. who are doing all this work to make everybody be free yep. and just trying to survive. Yeah. You know, I know, yeah. like, I know personally some black trans women who are just trying to make like $300 a month on their Patreon mm-hmm. can barely get that. They're putting out all of this organizing work, all of this, um, you know, performance art, poetry, mm-hmm. visual art, and are barely surviving. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, we have one white tear <laughs> that was one inch from the ground before the whole last world. I'm waiting for Steve Harvey's fund. Oh, Actually, no, 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 no. Actually, I'm also waiting for, what's the white bitch? What's the white, white gay bitch? Ellen. Ellen. I'm waiting for Ellen. It's coming. Because she's about to do some shit. She will. I'm sure. She will have him on his show. On her (sighs) show. She will pay for his college. She will do all this. It's coming. Um, But yeah, all of this, the whole point is stop caping for these white folks so quickly when we will not cape for black femmes and women. Ever. Ever. A fraction. (laughs) Ever. 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 A fraction is ever. Ever. Or... Yeah, just just stop the shit. Stop the shit. My God, we gave that white child so much attention. I saw him on my feed everywhere. Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, Twitter. I saw him everywhere. And because my uh, white people and shit sensor is just like on <laughs> lately, my immediate reaction was, oh, that's sad. But what what what's going on? What's going on, huh? What, what happened? Because there's always a whole ass story. Always. Because white people ain't shit. Mm. Uh, white people just stop. Get your, get your folks. Truly. Get your folks. Because it ain't, it ain't our responsibility. Right. And black folks, take that on. Like, it always. is not our responsibility always. to coddle white folks. Um, and the I, truth I, is, they know. I've, I've seen so many instances where white folks know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly how they're uh, phrasing things, mm. but they play this game like they don't know and that yeah. they were naive, right. but bring a whole nother set of circumstances and they will change their tune. Absolutely. Like, just let's not. Yeah. I mean, I gave you a whole ass PayPal for some black fans yeah. that you can send that money Yeah, um, that you were going to send. Bitch, you know, I've never had a salary of $58,000 in my life. Do you know that? Do you know that I... 
well, I ha- okay, I haven't made $58,000 over my 28 years of life. Yes, I have. But in a single, in a single year. Nope. Have never. Not as yet. Not <laughs> as yet. Wow. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, I think, I think it's important, you know, as a past teacher and just someone who, who loved the babies. Yeah. You know, bullying is a whole ass thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so is racism and white supremacy, bitch. Yep. So just you know, just be mindful about that. Amen. All As right, we go <laughs> to the end of the road, and I can't let go. It's unnatural. You belong to me. I belong to you. Okay. So here we are at closing remarks and benediction. And today has been lit. We have been like synchronicity on a thousand, hundred trillion. Um, I think it's because we're looking directly into each other's eyes. I think the universe knew that we were going to have this level of connection. So we needed to uh, have also our talking points aligned. Universe, the universe. Hold on. (laughs) You can't trust them. You can't trust them. I never found that video, yo. Oh God, I have to find it. Please. Somebody, somebody, find that video yes. and send it to me. That is your job for this week. Please and thank you. Yes. Um, so I just appreciate you. I love you mm-hmm. per usual. Um, and you're the litest. Thank you, Period. my nigga. I am so thankful that you sent me that um, that uh, the link to the Black Joy Mystic. This episode, mm. I listened to that shit, and my God, it was every so episode is ministry. Ooh. You have to go back. I will. I you will must. Because my God, that was good. They are so good every single I time. Love, I love uh, them accents. Wow. Oh, Just so like nice. bathing in maple syrup. Ah, that's it. That is it. That is it. My God. <gasps> maple syrup and Hennessy. That's <laughs> what I feel like that I'm being. That sounds like a lit ass like Let's try combination. Let's yes. Try like for brunch. Okay. Yes. I hear it. Hennessy syrup, my nigga? What? Wow, nigga, that's another level. Jesus Christ. Okay, so, our quotes. Yes. Deacon Andre is going to bring forth for us the quote. Yes, yes, yes. Is this from a black queer ancestor? It is. Mm, It's from Mademoiselle Zoranil herself. Mm, Yes. And it is is some just lit-ass shit that I just love. Mm. It goes. Sometimes I feel discriminated against. But it does not make me angry. It merely astonishes me. How can any deny themselves the pleasure of my company? It is beyond me. <laughs> Zora, say a word, mother. We speak your name. Hmm, okay. Universe, ancestors, God, all who are listening. Um, I am so grateful. Um for having time and space to be reflective and having a reason to be reflective, to come to this space and be intentional um, about the lessons that I've received and learned um, and intend to move forward with. Um, I request um, divine assistance and guidance 
and worrying about my motherfucking goddamn black ass self. Because I am the only nigga that I can change, (laughs) move through this world, (laughs) um, and and do anything with. Um, I can't, I can't change the actions or thoughts, beliefs, anything of anyone else. And I can't, uh, expend the little energy that I have on trying to do that. Um, so I thank you in advance for, um, giving me the wisdom. Mm, That's faith. <laughs> Don't worry about my fucking self. Um, and I thank you for reminding me daily and for giving me the intentional practice of, ooh, mm, I'm reminded of uh, one of my best friend's favorite quotes mm. by Toni Morrison you your own best thing mm. Mm. that I am my own best thing Amen. Mm. Mm. and I am grateful for it all that I need I have oh, um, and I need to be more intentional about that and I know that the powers um, of the universe and my ancestors who have already been here already learned these lessons already figured out the roadmap and are just waiting to fucking pass it off mm. if I just look up. Mm. Um, have the answers. Mm-hmm. So, um... Swain it, got them. The ancestors got them. Bitch, come on! <laughs> so I am here availing myself to the answers and the direction and guidance um, that I know is out there and waiting for me um, once I am ready to receive. And bitch, I think I'm ready. (laughs) In all of your magnificent, glorious, um, powerful names, I pray and put forth this petition into the universe. A man, a woman, a everybody.